Right, how are we all doing, lads? Very welcome to another episode of the FPL Chieftain podcast. Dealing with game week 22, which has just gone, and going into game week 23. Special guest in Chieftain Studios, so we're going to start off with that, and then I'll settle down into the usual format. But I have a flying visit from El Rag. You're very welcome, El Rag, to Chieftain Studios. Hello, Damien, how you doing? I still like Drew's bit where that where he thinks I'm just going to change my voice and uh, <laughs> I've made up El Rag and you're a fictional character out of say a Charles Dickens novel or something like that but you're you're alive and breathing and uh, you're a happy punter when it comes to FPL uh, yeah happy enough okay so rank I had a look at it last night beforehand you're around 350k correct yeah okay and what do you attribute that uh, success over the Christmas period for you had a good run um, over those four game weeks um, yeah good enough well above average um, got uh, my team has been pretty settled I haven't made any ma- major tra- um, changes to it um, but a couple of the key players uh, for example you and I both had De Bruyne and Sterling um, back in November time whatever I ditched Sterling yeah you were the first to make the break on that yeah and went, 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 went with De Bruyne and you went the other way and um <laughs> that didn't yeah. work out so well for you yeah my uh, rank tanked as a result yeah he was a big differential for me um, uh, for well he's still fairly well well owned but in the leagues and the people I'm up against he actually wasn't and um, in, in uh, on a, a personal level and uh, he did very well and he was one of the key ones um, apart from that my team has been pretty strong you know um, it's a bit templating actually I think that the my team at the moment, and I think in general in FPL, it is kind of a bit stale. That was yeah. one thing I've been finding. Everyone's every, rushing in on the same players. But every, everyone is just, it is actually. I hope there's a big shake up over the next month because otherwise might, it, the season might become very boring. In, in leagues, I'm against other people. You look at the teams, and literally eight of the starting 11 would be the, would be the same players. Everybody has Lundstrom, everybody has Soinchu, nearly everyone has K, KDB now. Everyone has e- Trent. Everyone has Trent or Robertson, everyone has Mane or Salah. Danny Ings. Uh, uh, I Ings now as well. Um, everyone has Vardy, uh, or pretty much everyone still, still held, held on to him. So look, there's a core in everyone's team, so you're basically narrowing it down to the fringe outside three or four. Now, in fairness, I've got Grealish and Cantwell. And they've done really, really good for me uh, yeah, as, as, as fringe players, guys who are, who are on the um, on the outskirts of my team or whatever. But they've um, they've done very well. And Cantwell came in twice for me over the last couple of weeks with, t- with ten points off the bench, like, t- like pure uh, pure magic, like you know. Would your goal celebration be better than Cantwell's? <laughs> He's Cantwell. <laughs> Cantwell's celebrations are pony. Uh, I don't care about his celebrations. He's actually a decent player and he's well able to finish. And he actually should have scored against United. De Gea put off a monster save. I remember that. At the weekend. Um, I mean, it was going to the far... Uh, inside the far post. How De Gea got, De Gea got it. He was um, really holding his head, his hair and his head and all, all that's included um, uh, uh, over that one. So he actually could have done well there. And look, they're home Bournemouth this weekend. I'm definitely definitely starting him. And, um, you know, Bournemouth are looking like... Uh, that's a real... Um, they're in the dirt. They're in the dirt. They're completely shot of uh, confidence, and um, you know we were talking about this during the week. That you know will will the will the chairman there or the board stick um, stick with Eddie or not? Like you know, because so it's, 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 uh, to me it's between Burnley and Bournemouth, and which of them has the brass balls to sack it? But Bournemouth are. In Can you imagine sacking Shaw? Yeah, dice? but uh, I think I think Burnley though are doing so so, uh, but but Bournemouth are poison like. 
you know, Burnley at least have shown some bit of yeah. uh, form and they've had some results, but Bournemouth are just... They're conceding, they've no midfield, they've cooked or whatever like that, no one's firing up front. Fraser yeah, is non-existent. Like, I mean, compared to this time last year, you know, when Fraser and King and Wilson were banging them in and everyone was getting them into their FPL teams, now they're not get even... Again, they're not even looking good, they're not even getting chances. It's not like they're in hard luck or they should have won that game. They're just being played off the field, like, you know, so... So you've no Bournemouth players? Oh, God, no. <laughs> no one has, like... Have you United players? Because you advised me when I was talking about my wildcard to take in Martial and Rashford and it worked. What about you? Um, well, I'm set on my course that I went I went early with Triple Liverpool, having Sané, sorry, um, Salah, Mane and Trent, and that's my kind of premium. And then when you're KDB and, and Vardy, um, that's my kind of premium uh, players slot filled. So I don't really have the manoeuvre to be, I'm not going to, um, I can't manoeuvre to get the United players in at the moment, especially with the double game week coming up. So uh, you're set week. on this spine of El Rag. You're delighted with this spine and how it's working and then you'll manoeuvre the couple of players around it, but you're not you're not going big on anything else. No, I mean, I, my team as it is now, I actually, there's no, the only play, there's no play, the only player out there that I would like to have would probably be Aguero. You know, there's no other player. It's actually gone, I said, the, the problem with FPL at, at this present time is that Spur the rubbish. Chelsea are so-so. Arsenal are rubbish. <laughs> you know, it's a rubbish apart from Martial and Rashford. And Rashford are not injured. You're listening to my pods too much. They're pony, they're dirt, they're crap, and then it's all But, but I mean, I mean, I mean, normally, you know, I mean, when go back to two months ago, when you had you had two three months ago, you had Kane as a potential um, uh, you know, player to have in. You had Aguero, Obama, and was doing okay. Chelsea um, are coming good though. You've had a couple of good results after the slips yeah, with Bournemouth yeah, look, and the slips with Seven. But the, but the problem with Chelsea is that the, the points are being spread all around the team, and there's nobody. What's on Tammy. Um, yeah, Tammy but, there, but no, Tammy's not consistent enough. He's, he's, he's decent, and he's, if you have him in your team, I, you know, I, I'd be worried against uh, this weekend against uh, Newcastle that he Better could do too well. Uh, but there was a couple of this four matches after that are, are tricky enough, and um, you know, again, he seems to be spreading out the points between himself, Hudson Adoy, Pulisic when he was there, Williams getting points. Um, Mount is only getting the odd you know assist here and there. Now, when you watch the games. What about James, the defender? Yeah, Reese James, if he's nailing on that, and he is looking hot. I actually watched on Twitter there yesterday. A guy put up on, on um, one of the Chelsea fans uh, put up at like a minute and a half of him putting in crosses. And their quality. All quality crosses, and every one of them were fluffed. So, and, they were, and the moral of him was, oh my God, if, 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 if we had a proper clinical striker in the middle, he, they, he, he'd, be, he'd be on like 10 assists already. Like, you know? So a drug, but rather than a Tommy. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, so looks like Reese James is one guy who is on my um on my radar, and it looks like he is nailing down that um that right back spot, like you know. But again, but the problem again is that Lampard has been rotating and switching formations and switching players around quite a lot. But I I have a feeling that that James is is is, is the new is the new kid on on uh, on the block that's going to hold his so is that position, like you know is that transfer embargo lifted. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I yeah, know that's, that's gone. They, they are. They're. They're. They've. They're ditching Giroud there to Inter Milan. That'll. I think that's gone through, or pretty much, and they are looking at a couple of players. But I don't know if there's anyone concrete that they're going to be getting in that's going to improve the squad. Like you know, they're they've been very uh, reserved about it that they're not going to. Okay. Um, spend money unless it's somebody who's going to improve the squad. Like. So to show that this is unrehearsed, right? Um, 
I mentioned before on the couple of pods, we have the Girls' Cup. You got through the last round. You beat FPL Ferry over in Australia. Did you beat them convincingly? Um, was it an over-the-knee spanking that you gave FPL Ferry? Uh, the Ferry one, uh, there wasn't, wasn't that much in it. I think we said if any, if he was against any, nearly anyone else in the uh, Cup, he would have known what he got. Well, they were about 10 points in it. I, I did really well that week. I was 67 or something That's like tough. that. Yeah, so. so you have, who you've actually met, you've drew out with the Renegades yeah, in the yeah, next yeah, round of the Cup. And for those listening, I'll be doing the full <coughs> run down of the uh, draw of the Gettles Cup later. Um, but the show that is unrehearsed, right, he sent a picture of himself right. at Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. You can see him there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and you can see the... Samsung, the sponsors and all that. And here's his quote. So I want to get a natural reaction to this, right? And then I have another one as well. So you're you're quite the character on this. Tell El Rag I've already danced on his beloved Stamford Bridge and will be dancing all over his FPL dreams this weekend. He'd wish he was on the rag rather than suffer the humiliation of being beaten by my 1.8 million team. Reaction? Question mark. So launch into that. I actually, had a, I've only had, a, I think it was last week, I had a quick look at his team. So look, you um, haven't, you've had PIs out on him and all sorts, no, seeing what he's looking well, at. Well, I'm not making any transfers based on anything. My team, I'm, there's no changes. In my Are you listening to their pod? Are you listening to the Renegades, Willie and Kirk? I have been, but I, have, I didn't get the most recent one. Okay. Um, but the, um, I looked at his team and again, we have about seven or eight of the same players. So it will come down to captain pick. And uh, <laughs> He bunched that last week. He went for Sterling. He went for Raz. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, delusional altogether. Yeah, Sorry, that, Drew. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but, but when, when Man City, Sterling could start against Palace at the weekend and get a hat-trick. Quite easily. Man City are just... I know what Sterling is... Um, has, Ster- uh, Sterling's an away-from-home merchant. Uh, yeah, but I think uh, Man City are getting their mojo back and they're getting their groove back and uh, you know, I, I think there will be that have taken a lot from that win against Villa and um, is he going to get a hat trick against Palace though? Palace don't take many beatings. Um, Palace, uh, I, I I made a mistake of bringing in some Palace defenders there. And I oh, got, tell us I, about I, Jordan IU. What happened to you there? I well, I uh, bought him in for two uh, for two games. I, I bought him in after that great goal he got. I uh, can't remember who it was, was against Bournemouth where he waltzed through yeah he danced through about ten, play, about five or six players and stuck it if that doesn't give you the confidence to go on uh, on a run nothing will now he um he didn't do anything and then for the next couple of weeks which is back to his form but I don't want to need a cheap striker and he had for five minutes he was kind of the, the best option there now I got rid of him and then he scored nine points at the weekend with that fluky goal that bounced in off of uh, David Weaver's shin um, and, and he got max bonus of that as well so that was uh uh, but I I got rid of him to bring it in in Ings and Ings got only got five but should have had twenty five against Leicester and I'm much more happier going forward having Ings than I am having Jordan Ayew so I'm not going to lose much sleep over that. The listeners want to know: Are you going to beat Drew? Are you going? Is El Rag going to stomp on Drew? Is he going to beat him this week? Uh, well, Sterling if he still has Sterling, Sterling would be a key um the player. I have the double United d- 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 sorry double I, Liverpool I, double Liverpool attack against United. Um, I'm hoping that they hammer the crap out of him, but you never know. It might end up in a tight game, but only a one or two nil. Um, but I think Liverpool are certainly on a mission to win the win the league and win it in as quick a time as as possible. Um, so what about this Mane Salah one? Because this is all I'm hearing on pods and Twitter. Like you know, what do you go double game week? And everyone builds up these double game weeks, and then Brighton. And here's one of the other questions as well, right? And then we we'll get on to it. Um, <laughs> Johnny has been on so um, El Rag rank 
for a bit of background was struggling a bit and then Johnny who was leading them in a league said I'll wager 100 euro with you that I'll finish above you and next thing no I did it with him you did it with him yeah when he was getting a bit cocky so I said right so I said a bitch 100 euro I'll finish ahead of Johnny he was oh, oh okay yeah so he, <laughs> so he set off like a or you set off like the coyote after the roadrunner yeah. except this, you're catching the roadrunner and you've overtaken him yeah he's still only 10 points behind in Vernon for a guy who was really only taking a probably serious this year for the first time ever but he says um, you're a bit of a witch doctor he says you read into all this this is what he he actually rang me before the pod and he <laughs> said listen tell Kennedy he's a bit of a witch doctor that he reads into all this stuff like oh Birdie's been present at the birth of the baby so he's going to score and he's going to do a, a a baby dance celebration and all this like you do get down and dirty into all this sort of like what the players are having for their cereal or whatever like that well, it's what motivates the players, and you can even see it actually with Danny Ings um, at the weekend when he got that goal against Leicester. I mean, that was such a he. Of course, he had to take off the shirt and get and show the tats and get and get booked and lose his bonus points on top of it, like you know. But that was a statement from him to say, uh, and from all of Southampton to make up for the nine nil yeah. uh, hammering that they got earlier on this year, and it was a real. I mean, they were on a such a mission to yeah. win that match. The, the motivation Wait. they had was, was unreal, like you know. Which we, he was substitute because he was the sacrificial lamb in the home game yeah he was yeah, he, had, he, had, he had come off straight away after the because um, the 10 men yeah, 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 yeah got booked on it then so here's the tour question we got right on the podcast um, someone threw in a question and they said look when you're doing and lads are mentioning on podcasts when you do a podcast your rank absolutely tumbles and it's because you're not tunnel vision on your team anymore you're having to look at everything and all the fixtures and all the players or anything like that. Do you think that's a load of pony and it's just an excuse for poor rank or do you think a podcast, if El Rag had his own podcast, how do you think your rank would do because of it? Well, I I don't think I would be doing too much different. You know, no. um, I would, You're going to stick to your guns and your morals. Yeah, I think you have to. I mean, I think, you, um, I think maybe a feeling that you've had that you've always tried to have a a random pick and have a bit of fun with it and go for guys um like Richarlison um go for Zaha again when he's playing top four teams and you know there was a lot of random picks you put in there. I don't think any of them no paid off really like you know very few whereas I've been you know I'd be much more conservative um I don't know, it depends I, I I can chop and change but the way this year has panned out and especially the last three or so months of the league I found it very limiting the amount of options to go for like you know and I've gone with what I thought were the best options and they've all turned out that way and barring any of them getting a slew of injuries you know and the other thing I have that's really limiting is that I've so much value built up in a lot of the key players what's your team worth? I had over 105 million I mean, I'm not sure the exact amount so you're all about building bank too? no it's not about building bank but the thing is if for example I would want to take a chance and get rid of Vardy and bring in Firmino or Rashford or something like that I have half a million in uh, extra value built up in him. So if I sell him for nine and a half, I have to buy him, and I want to buy him back in a few weeks, he's going to cost me ten. So it's and and that means having to do another change as well to try and free up that money. So I've that all across the team that Vardy, De Bruyne, Mane, Lundstrom, Trent, Soinchu all have a huge amount of value built up in him. If I ever get rid of, if I want to just try and swap him out for sure. if, for a couple of weeks and try someone different. To, to, if I wanted to get if I, if I want to try and get them back I can't 100% I understand so, the logic on that so so FPL King game week 24 you're all more all over it than me he's asking about Liverpool and he's asking about this Mane Salah like, do you go to midfielders and a striker or are you go on defence you're going 
I look, the thing about Liverpool is there is kind of probably six core players. You have the three backs, um, Trent, Robbo and, and Van Dijk. And then you have, um, you know, the great thing about Liverpool is that they're so steady and the team it picks itself. You have your front three then, um, Firmino, Mane and Salah. You can go any three of that six, really, like, you know. So I, what three are you going? I, I had already said it in stone, Mane, Salah and Trent, like, you know. Okay. I'll trip and captain one of Salah or Mane. I haven't uh, finalised on which one. And you looking yet. at any West Ham? No. Okay. Who's your captain this week? Uh, De Bruyne. Okay, so there you go. Look, most listeners, 16 minutes into the pod, you're saying KDB. I'm with you on KDB as well. A home to Palace. The form he's in, he's making city tick isn't he yeah, I really really driven at the moment he's really like making up for last season and he's driving that team and playing passes uh, he's so involved in all, all of the play um, so look he may not be the highest scoring um, player uh, but I mean with a captain choice with, with, with a captain pick I really just want somebody to give me anything not worse than a one or two pointer yeah um, absolutely so if you even get seven eight nine points or whatever you're happy with that i have i'll take that and run like you know so okay and um, that's what I, i'm a pretty much you know kevin has been doing that i think so our own five of the last seven weeks or something like that our own mini league you're going for four in a row yeah okay you're going to be drilling the cup i don't know what we'll see what's the ambition just for our to finish do you want to get inside the fifth top 50k top 20k uh yeah, look, Anton. At this stage of the season, uh, if we can get up, if I can get up to the top fifty k, that I'll be. You'll be happy. I'll be happy with right. that. Right. Yeah. So sweetest moment of FPL this season so far. You know, your a result comes in or whatever like that. What one has made you just beam out and be happy out and a big clench of the fist and you got something right? Um, off the top of my head, Lundstrom has provided a few of them. Uh, yeah, you was, stuck me with that the one at the bench when you were at the All Ireland yeah, final. Yeah, that, that was me at the All Ireland. <laughs> we were both at the All Ireland and Sheffield were playing, and Lundstrom scored early just before the match. The All Ireland started, and you had a bench, and I played, and I played him uh, that week. Uh, where there a lot, an awful lot of other people had benched him as well. Like you know, where I thought actually, he, I recognised early on that he was actually a, a good player, and um, so he, um, uh, yeah, he scored and got. A, I can't remember. It was in double digits anyway that week. Um, and then the, uh, it was so funny as well the time um, uh, our friend Paul um, uh, dumped him and brought in Stevens Jesus, and then he got 21, yeah. 20 points or 21 points or whatever and, and, and I, I said it before and I said what are you doing mate that's the most pointless transfer I've ever seen in my life and not only pointless it was one of the worst ever <laughs> in fairness you don't sugarcoat things right yeah. so to balance it out and do a seesaw on it what's been your low What's absolutely where you've just gone? Right, FPL, I don't want to think about it for two days, three days. I'm just done. You're going to watch some Love Island shite or well, something like that. Well, last weekend, I had very solidly put Holgate into my team. And I, and I had Grealish on the bench who was playing Man City. And after chatting to you, you said, oh, look, there's much higher up thing with, with Grealish. And I was there going, yeah, but I think the odds are that, that everything... I put you on the Holgate in the first place, though. Um, briefly, but I was I I've a fondness from Hoggy from two seasons ago. I've always watched him, and he was uh, he I had bought him in when he was three when he was four million or three point nine, and I had him from the get go, and he did brilliant for me before, so he was always on my radar. But the um so anyway, I I went with Grealish, and uh, I said, look, he's on pens, might be a chance. And um, of course they were getting a high against City, but then they got a pen and they're going, oh, you get a return out of Grealish, and he's not taking the penalty. Oh, <laughs> that's right. So that. I thought it was only whatever a six point swing, seven for Hallgate versus one for Grealish. But by God, I, I, 
I was very annoyed I hadn't just stuck with Sam Holgate. Right, last unprepped question, which I'm firing at you, right? So, know you're a big movie buff, like your sci-fi, all that sort of stuff. So, seen a great tweet where someone finished bottom of a league, right? And what they did, it looks like it's in Chicago. Um, the person who finished bottom of the league, they made walk through the streets of Chicago like that iconic scene with Cersei in Game of Thrones with shame. So there was lads dressed as nuns around this dude walking along with a sign and he was walking around just in his, in his cacks. <laughs> and I said, I finished bottom of my FPL league. And uh, if you had to come up with a punisher for whoever finishes bottom of the mini league or the leagues that you're in, um, and being a film buff, what would you take inspiration from? What would be the L rag punisher? That's a fucking very obscure question. Isn't it? <laughs> we'll have to let you tweet that. You have to get more active on Twitter as well because you're going to get kicked out with the girls if you're not. Yeah, I should do. I'm not, I've never been the best. Set actor. up an L rag profile. We'll see. We'll see. There we go. Right. Anything you want to say to the listeners? I, 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 yeah, I'll have to come back to you on that one. I, I'm, I, I don't have that off the top of my head. No, in fairness, look, you see, you can't think on your feet as well as the Chieftain, but look, it is what it is. Anything you want to say to the listeners before we wrap this up? Um, do, do, do. Uh, well, look, I'm looking forward to the, the Gold Cup. That that is does give an extra. Um, you know, the normal cup for the F in, in FBL is just pure random altogether, and you you end up. Are you still in it? I know, gone, 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 whatever. ship teams with Salah and Kane as captain, kicking the shit out. It's yeah, just some, yeah, mad stuff like that. But um, no, the Gold Cup is is, is interesting and. Um, uh, I'm, I'm certainly uh, going to be keeping a very close eye on Drew's team and see and see what changes uh, he makes to his after the deadline. And again, I think a lot, of, a lot. I think I, I will. I think the key team will be captain choice. Yeah. Um. Against uh, this weekend. So if Sterling bangs. So Drew is on his knees because I don't think did Sterling even come on. Yeah. I, 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 no, he didn't. So look, I'm pretty sure starting a play, and I think you know, I think Drew will have to captain Sterling really like. Come on, games. Come Stick it at him, right? Stick it at him, right? We'll wrap it up there, and um, I'm just gonna. Oh, Chiefs and I'll get used to the editing. Stick with me, listeners. Lads, I'm hoping the audio stood up there in Chieftain Studios. Um, just to let you know, it's Thursday, uh, the 16th of November when this is going out. So, going to give you a flavour. It was a bit of a late podcast going out this week because I wanted El Rag. I wanted to get him on. I haven't had him in a while. Then there was FA Cup matches as well. So, I thought they'd be uh, relevant and I might throw a little bit in on that just in relation to injuries and all that type of thing. Um, game week 22. Um, so... I had a decent week. Um, it's not really up, you know, uh, Greek celebration and cheer and lashing plates around the place, but up, it's somewhat decent. 64 points against the average that was 57, so I was happy enough with that. Going to give a quick run through the football that I watched. I know most listeners are avid podcast listeners, but I've, you know, I've a regular listenership that probably just take in the Chieftain pod, so going to run through the football that I watched very, very quickly, and you know how the Chieftain rocks with this, he can just rattle it out. Sheffield United against West Ham, a couple of lads, Mossy Cronin actually calling um, West Ham wham, but not that bad. I'm a George Michael fan, um, fate, so um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to rag on uh, George Michael. Um, but probably in his Ram days, it, it, he, he wouldn't have been um, 
he wouldn't have been himself, I suppose, would he? So look, Sheffield United against West Ham. Um, what was good about that? I think what was good was Lund went off with his clean, but they looked a little bit in the balance. Um, Snodgrass off West Ham looked decent, put in good balls, and was very unlucky with that VAR decision. Seen a lot of stuff about Declan Rice and Snake and all that sort of stuff. Um, Fleck, I thought, um, played well. Um, McBurney was okay up front but Sheffield United um, I think sides are beginning to figure them out a little bit um, and I think West Ham um, even though they lost that game um, there's good signs there from West the big one that probably hurt me was Fabianski had him in and he got injured and um, well, I took a I'm going to probably take a hit on that I'm thinking of getting him out for Foster uh, for Watford um, at home so um, Friday night football it was okay. I've seen worse games over the weekend. I watched Palace against Arsenal. Salhurst Park, what made me laugh the most was the tunnel. Um, them coming out to watch, uh, to play the players. And, you know, now we're used to big stadiums and we're used to uh, the camera access the whole way through. And you've seen it at Spurs with Mourinho and um, Spurs and Liverpool. But the Palace... Um, tunnel it's like something out at Grange Hill or something like that like it's just shocking they're all squeezed into it um right Arsenal I thought were excellent in the first half played some good football Lacazette the true ball to Aubameyang was quality and then Palace just do what they do they started to they couldn't play football they couldn't compete Arsenal aren't as flaky as they were and Torreira and that were standing up to them and getting a bit uh physical Socrates is like that as well um but and there was one moment where Zaha pushed a Palace player, sorry, an Arsenal player into another and it could have resulted in a bad injury. Um, and ironically, it's Arsenal who paid the price with the Aubameyang sending off. You've heard El Rag, Jordan IU scored, but I wouldn't be getting them in. The shot he took was going out and going to smack the corner flag. Only David Luiz got a foot, uh, foot to it and, um, and it went in. I think... Um, so that was one all. Um, Chelsea and Burnley, I said that and I predicted that. I think Deich is probably run his course um, there at Burnley. They're in big, big trouble. Um, 3-0, um, as El Rag said, and I won't labour it then, sprinkling the points across the board. But I have Tammy, so I was delighted to see a, a goal in there. Everton, this isn't the anti-El Rag, but he's given out um, that it, my differentials didn't pay off, but Richarlison did. He scored. Um, Lucas Dean gets an assist and a clean sheet. So I think Everton assists uh, players are worth looking at. Brighton are looking a bit limited up front. Um, be it Connolly, Connolly, Maupay, whoever like that. They're on a bit of a slide. They need a result pretty quickly. Leicester, Southampton. Um, I think we've done justice to that one. Delighted for Southampton. Going to have to come up for a new name for Wreck-It Ralph. 2-1 uh, away to Leicester. And I'm delighted for Brothers a bit as well. He's getting getting a bit carried away with himself. Um, he is limited as a manager. Um, I think lads have said that before. Look, Liverpool, they should have had a league title. Probably not for the Chelsea game, the Gerrard slip. It was the game before against Crystal Palace. Trina up. No, we'll go for four. We'll go for five. Um, just crazy in that respect. Um, Verdi, no goal. Um, delighted with that. I know I heard a lot of lads on ranks. So, but um, I just sort of seen them in the game. I think they were playing Villa in the Caraboa Cup. Donuts calls that the non-Caraboa Cup. 
uh, and I like that from herself. Um, but I thought he was a bit leggy in that one, and Leicester are looking a bit leggy, and injuries are beginning to catch up, and I'm not really happy with Soyuncu at the moment. And then United against Norwich, um, I was delighted with that. I have Rasher uh, up front. FA Cup last night, he went off with a back injury. I don't think it looked too serious. Just think it looked like uh, not provoke him or not provoke a further injury. United um, against Wolves. Wolves carved them open in the first half but couldn't get scores on the board. Uh, they hit the post and all that with Doherty. Um, so this is my little mini FA Cup roundup. Newcastle get a bit of a confidence builder against Rochdale. United win. Mata took the goal well. Um, but United fans can't be happy with it. But the results, they're getting the results and they're in to the next round. Spurs watched a bit of that against Borough. Could be Ericsson's last game. Ericsson is a bit of a quandary. I feel a bit bad for Ericsson. Um, we signed him for 10 million off Ajax uh, when he was running down the contract. So Spurs fans can't be quibbing that we're doing the same. We've had the benefit of him playing fantastic football at Spurs for um, all of the seasons that he's played there, bar this season, really. So. I need to get off his back, but against Liverpool, um, he looked like a player that just didn't want to injure himself, and you can't afford that against Liverpool in a game, um, which I'll get on to. As far as Pat said, we're muck. Um, I can't disagree, but I think there is a couple of SPL assets out there. Lamella is one for me, a midfielder. I think he's going to get in with a couple of assists and goals, and he's been unlucky with injuries. Um, I'd maybe look at him. Like Lads are looking at Mora as well because he's playing up front. Um, he's a surprising little grasshopper leap on him for a goal um, at times with his head um, Son who I'd suggested but did condition with the fact that he's pony against Liverpool all the time and he was uh, he didn't play well in that game uh, Spurs against Liverpool so I was giving us socks with donuts in the house and I had the little nipper in all day he looked like a mascot I had him in all the Spurs gear but I wasn't confident and that's the reason I had Salah as captain and um Tanganga uh, played and got a debut and I thought he did well enough um, but I think Liverpool are just doing what they need and the goal was always going to come um, Gomez looked a bit shaky for me at the back for Liverpool so I wouldn't be surprised to see Matip sort of phased in and Klopp used a double game week as a sort of excuse to phase him in um, Bournemouth <laughs> Pat's covered that. Watford, my mate Manzi, keeps sending me the great escape video. Um, it's absolutely... Look, I think it's done now, to be honest with you. Watford look good, and I wouldn't be surprised if they get a result next week against Spurs, uh, this coming weekend, sorry. And um, then City against Villa. Um, Villa, abject. Um, City, they're putting sides to the sword. There's a lot of players... To look at your Mares, your Agueros, they still can't keep clean sheets. I'm delighted I'm off Sterling to be honest. I have KDB and probably similar to El Rag, I'll probably captain um KDB this week. Uh quick shout out to my American friends and a couple of listeners that I have that are big into NFL. Um watch the Chiefs um play on Sunday night and um We've the Titans next, which is basically the semi-finals, the game before getting to the Super Bowl, if they can overcome uh, the Titans. They were against the Houston Texans. They went 24-0 down in the first quarter, and they came back and stomped on the Texans. And Mahomes 
St. Patrick was just quality, no look pass of 50 yards. Kelsey, I have knee high Kelsey socks. I actually put up a video of that Irish dancing in it. So yeah, I'll hold my hands up to that. I bet listeners are going, God love donuts. Like, what does this lad do? What does he do around the house? Like, he's just watching a main line of football and then he's into this NFL, which goes on for three and a half hours as well. Um, I've avoided getting into NFL draft and NFL dynasty and all that, but um, look, is what it is. Um, Liverpool West Ham the double game week. I think El Rag has covered that. I have Noble for the double game week. Might look past Snoddy, but West Ham's fixtures are are pretty awful. Transfers in some of the interesting ones. A lot of lads, and they look like they're chasing points. Aguero, uh, Mares, Richardson, Vardy, and Ings are the big transfer in. Transfers out. Abraham. A lot of lads don't like what they see with Tammy. Just when I get him in, Kane uh, gone. I like this. I've started getting into the site. Um, Sterling. Twenty-one point seven percent of their owners have dumped them, and then Salah. Twenty-five uh, percent of their owners have uh, dumped Salah, and I'm sort of worried because I've Tammy in that, and then I like Salah, and um, I'm sort of hopeful that. Salah can uh, get a little good run at the moment. He got an assist against um, against Spurs. Firmino, I thought, finished it well. I think a lot of lads will look at Firmino um, for the double game week, probably because of the price point. He's a little bit cheaper to get in in, in that regard. Um, N7 Sweatbox is uh, giving me dogs because I'm not giving them enough shout-outs. Um, fairness, the Seahawks went out, so I said... Look, based on the Seahawks, um, I'd see where we are in that respect. And I think myself and himself is nip and tuck with where we are um, with regards um, rank position. Um, if I'm looking at it here, the Gales Cup, we're into the last 16. Regular listeners will know that I sort of did a classifies results uh, readout and I'll do that for the results it's on this game week that it's coming up and um, I think it's quite correct to be honest with you there's 50 lads in a in a chat that we're in and 32 entered into a cup and I'd recommend it for any of you guys that are struggling out there with rank or FPL you're not getting the enjoyment out of it that you have been for whatever reason set up a cup and invite a couple of your mates in and buddies in it's it's um it's great crack so I'll give the uh, draw now and then my opinion on the draw. Uh, first tie, Renegades drew against El Rag. Um, Renegades drew, he's a quality player, but he's having a tortured season with rank. He's 1.8 million and he's against El Rag, which is 339k. John F.I., the high, uh, wide and handsome hangover. Uh, he's a good player. He's rank, I think, is around... 170 or so and he's up against a New Zealand based FPL Ginger Ninja as I keep saying and these shout outs and toys that I'm on all these lads are on Twitter they're good lads they're good accounts so give them a follow FPL Red Rum um, is up against the boy blue FPL blue poor old blue thought the toy was last weekend and thought he was true but no he has to go again so it's every it's bi-weekly um, FPL Alpaca um, like alpacas actually uh, I think they're Argentinian are they um, over in Ireland they're beginning to make inroads I think the RTE presenter um, and, uh, uh, Angus uh, retired out of RTE 
Shorty are getting an awful day, bad down, are they? Aren't they? Poor old Larry and um and Marion. Um not a good start to the year in that respect. Um and uh, may they rest in peace. Jesus Chieftain, cheer it up. It's mid January. Christ, mid January sixteenth. True to the sixteenth of battle sixteenth of the days down. So FPL Alpaca, uh, this is a great toy. Um he's got a rank, he's in the top two K, top two K, and he's against a resurgent FPL drunk. FPL drunk Seamus from the Hangover um, podcast. Absolute quality dude. He's a great dude. Um, so I'm looking forward to see who comes out with that. FPL Crypto. He's over in Canada. So he's been allowed in. Unlike uh, Megan and Harry. Um, the, the broadsheets over there are trying to give them grief. Um, look, do we really want to get into the royal family on a podcast? Don't think so. Against FPL Mossy. So Mossy Cronin, uh, quick-witted, who have always given shout-outs to against Crypto. That's going to be a good one. And uh, Next one then, FPL Tom Moriarty. Uh, lovely lad, Tom. And he's a dub, so rooting for a rub-a-dub-dub. And he's up against um, FPL Mark C, who's, oh, lads, to try and explain sort of how lads get linked into this. He's a buddy of Red Devil, and Red Devil has renamed himself. To FPL Tommy. I got there. FPL Offley Martin, who's based down in Kerry and likes to walk the beaches down there. Um, and what do they call it? Banner County. Banner, I think, is Clare. What's the green, white, and gold? Um, I know Operation Transformation was down there this week. I'm enjoying that. Fair play to the um, those people who are putting themselves out there like that. And something like that, um, you know, always interesting. So I don't know if anyone else is watching that, but I'm watching that. Better in Love Island, anyway. That's I'm not getting into that pony. FPL uh, Offley Martin, and he's against FPL King. FPL King, um, check out his profile. He's a cool dude, and um, he's up there in Donegal. Um, very very active on on Twitter. Um, so that that's a good old toy that one. And then, oh, what was I? I was vanquished. Is that the, there we go? Big chieftain word vanquished. I was vanquished by. Kane, with you might recall the call uh, call out he gave me, FPL uncorked, and he's up against great dude FPL Rossi, um. So that's the the final tie, um. And then I'll I'll let you know how that all goes next week when I go through the tie. So long podcast this one isn't it with the L Rag visitors? Let's have a quick look at the fixtures. Uh, Watford against Tottenham. Don't want to labour the point too much on that. Um, Tangana I think is a good cheap price point into the Spurs defence. But that's if they play five, and I don't know if they're going to do that at the moment. Um, Watford are flying high. Um, they've goal threats about them. Uh, Decore looks a good player, and nice price point if you're looking to get in there as well. Lamella, as I said. So Watford-Tottenham, nice uh, fixture for me early on game week 23, so looking forward to watching that. Arsenal against Sheffield United. Lacazette is nailed on. Uh, Arba's suspension. Uh, I've just... Uh, said has been upheld probably rightly so bit of a dirty challenge that one against Sheffield United so we know what we're going to get with Sheffield United big game big big game Brighton at home to Villa that's a relegation one Brighton win that they pull away Villa need a result um, badly uh, can they bounce back um, their away form is okay though Villa so I'm rooting for Villa on that one um, Brighton, um, Harry Potter's brother, Graham Potter, um, like he's doing okay and they're playing a bit of football. What sort of weather will we get? Uh, Chieftain weather. Survive Storm Brendan actually was driving down in Wicklow um, where unpruned trees down there and all sorts of debris on the road 
and lads out in high vis who have no authority on the road unless they're a guard trying to tell me what to do. Um, City against Palace. Um, so I think Palace will probably try and keep that tight. I'm going to go with De Bruyne. Um, Zaha now I think is going to hang up the boots unless he gets the move. Um, delighted I'm not really on any uh, Palace players. Norwich against Bournemouth. Um, sort of the battle of clubs who are sticking to their principles and having... Uh, sack their managers so probably going to be a draw Southampton against Wolves Wolves are on a little bit of a dip Ings owners are going to be looking forward to that West Ham against Everton Everton's away form is being poor Moyes I think he'll get it nailed down I fancy um, West Ham to win that Newcastle against Chelsea Pat is saying oh Newcastle now you know doesn't fancy Chelsea going up there I think Chelsea are going to go up there and, and put a beating on Newcastle Burnley against Leicester um Deutsch is going to batten down the hatches, isn't he? He's going to try and get a draw. And then, delighted I haven't got Verdi for that. Um, and then the big one, the big one, Liverpool against United. Um, so, Liverpool owners will be delighted with that because, look, it's really, it's just ruining their 100% record, that draw. The one one Liverpool didn't show up. Anfield is going to be rocking. Um, Ole... Looks like a little boy lost at half time again. He's doing all this waving to the crowd and taking selfies with them and all this sort of stuff. Like, come on, you're the manager of United. You need this this dogged um, sort of tunnel vision to get United results. So look, lads, there, there it all is. Um, it's a longer podcast. I think it's going to be about 45 minutes all in. Hopefully you've born with it um, and the editing um, comes across on it and I can get the L rag piece into it. Uh, thanks very much for all the listens the retweets the shares the feedbacks uh, the f- listens has really spiked lately so people seem to be liking what I'm doing so thanks very much I don't do a question format but I threw in the one from King um, if people want me to change something up on the um, Chieftain Podcast get on to me on Twitter um, that's where you'll find me so it's FPL Chieftain best of luck for the game week ahead game week 23 don't need to remind you of any incoming deadlines and uh, look forward to catching you on the other side of it hail to the chiefdom